0: How you doing, y'all, and welcome to Confidence, the podcast where I just talk to you because I'm alone. But it's not a bad thing because I have a lot of cool things to say, and honestly, this podcast specifically um, is going to be a great one. So um, I actually mentioned on the last podcast or in my story or something that I want to start bringing more of the topics that you guys care about. And this week is going to be really interesting because I've got two scenarios that people DM'd me and message me. So if you guys ever want me to talk about something on the podcast, just message me, literally send me a little paragraph of what it is that you want me to react to. And I will. Um, so here's what we're going to do on today's podcast. Uh, today's podcast, the main topic is, can you turn a situationship into a relationship? And we're going to cover that. It's a really tough topic, um, but it, I honestly have a lot of experience personally with helping people switch their situationships to a relationship. But we're going to talk about that. It's going to get it's going to get deep. It's going to get intense. That's going to be the last main topic of the podcast. But before we get there, um, I have a scenario that somebody sent me about uh, Instagram dating. Just you know, I think people um, messaging her or commenting and liking on her stuff, but not actually following through. And then I also have another situation where, um, someone didn't really know how to react to somebody talking about them behind their back. So we're going to get into those two scenarios. Uh, and then we're going to get into, can you change your situationship into a relationship? But before we get to all three of those, uh, let me give you a little bit of a personal update and I'm going to try to weave all this stuff in together. So We start our journey um, from last podcast was Wake Up Call. And in Wake Up Call, um, obviously I was feeling like this intense, like I want to call it like revival, retribution, revolution, internal revolution, um, you know, just about the way that I was treating myself and kind of just not feeling good and, and blaming others and not taking responsibility for my shit. So it's like, all right, Chris, what the fuck happened? You know, did you start doing that? Uh, what's good? So uh, essentially, that's kind of what happened. This, this past week, after I've recorded that podcast, um, I've been hot. I've been hot. And not hot in the way of like necessarily the results, right? The results are, are, are coming, I promise. Um, but I just feel a lot more in control. And the reason I feel a lot more in control is because I took back control. Right, I stopped blaming the relationship I was in. I stopped blaming the the circumstances that I was in. And I started to say, no, let's put the nose to the grindstone and let's fucking get it going. This morning, I woke up, I bent over the side of my bed, no homo. <laughs> I can't say that in 2024. I understand that, but ignore me. Um, I bent over the side of my bed, knelt down, and I prayed. And I always tell you guys, it's really weird that I pray because I don't believe in like a you know, r- religious God. I believe in, like, the word God. It doesn't really make sense. I'm a very spiritual person, right? I believe we're all God. I'm not going to get into it right now, but long story short, um, you know, my whole thing is it's a miracle uh, in, in terms of what we're doing on this earth and what what are we fucking doing? Like, what's the point, a.k.a. God? Anyways, long story short, kneel over my bed and I pray. And the reason I pray is because I feel like prayer is just a faithful manifestation, right? It's a manifestation with faith. Um, it's not just, I'm just going to say this. It's, I'm going to say this, and I'm actually going to relinquish control of it. And I think that's really fucking nice, right? Because you don't hold on to the attachment of what it is that you want. You just kind of say, all right, you know, this is what I'm looking forward to. I knelt down and I said, listen, you know, I... Don't want to worry about the things that I can't control in my life. And I just want to show up today. I want to be confident. I want to go after the things I want today. I, I want to focus on my shit. And that's what we've been doing. We've been taking a lot of motherfucking action. Um, and I, I've felt really good because I've actually been doing shit. I honestly, that's what it really comes down to. If you really want me to keep it a thousand, if you want to feel better, you, you got to start knocking things off the list, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? You got to start doing things for yourself. Um, and it was kind of been a little bit of a shift, um, in in the relationship that I've been in. Obviously I communicated that to her. Oh, also on the last podcast, I talked about how, um, I was going to call her because there was a little bit of friction because I wanted to see her and I want to create a plan. Uh, she actually, we talked about it. I I let her know how I was struggling with it, but that I was just going to be patient. I was realizing I was being really selfish with the connection, right? It was almost like I was making her feel like she was wrong, for not getting this plan together faster, for not setting a date. Um, And the other thing too is because I was pressuring her, she felt like if she had picked her family, right, in order to see them before she saw me, that I was just going to break up with her because I was kind of giving her these vibes of like, yo, if we're not seeing each other, like what are we doing? (laughs) like, what are we doing? You know, I can't can't sit here and not bang my woman. You know what I mean? It's not even about that. It's not even about the sex. It's just literally like, I need to touch you. I need to feel you like, you know, I, I I can't, it's hard, you know? And and I think something that's been happening the last like week or so, um, you know, we've been having a little bit of friction. We've been having a little bit of friction. Um, and it's not even just because of the plan, because here's the thing. Um, she actually ended up telling me that she's going to go see her family first. And I was like, all right, it is what it is. So, you know, we don't, we have some dates later in the month to see each other, but again, it's a little bit uh, distant from this point. So, if anything, it just kind of reinforced to me that I still have to really focus on myself. And honestly, it's—I I took it as a good thing because the reality is, um, you know, it, it almost personified the feeling of nobody's coming to save you, Chris. Nobody's coming to save you, you know. And, and that's what I'm saying in terms of blaming the relationship that I felt like I was in was. It was almost like I was relying on her to create the happiness that I felt like I was missing. But what I started to realize is like I, I gotta do that myself. And that's and again, that's what I've been doing this week. Um, so we actually, you know, again, we we pick some dates uh in the future to see each other and that's it. You know? My whole thing is um, you know, I'm frustrated with the distance and it's not easy, but I do care about this person. Um, but the reality is, is again, is I need to focusing on myself. I need to take care of business. And the more that I've been doing for myself in terms of my work, in terms of my relationships here, the better I have felt. Um, I do feel like in a little bit of a way, the relationship is, you know, starting to find that balance in terms of giving me my space to do my thing. And I really like that. Um, I do think it is getting harder the longer that we don't see each other. You know, it's, sometimes it's been a lot of bickering and I feel like that's really tough. Um, you know, one thing that's really hard in relationships. And I, I think a lot of people go through this. I actually, I was actually talking to one of my, uh, clients today and she's dating this new guy. And I asked her, I said, Hey, like, you know, is there any red flags that you've noticed so far? You know, she's been, they've been dating for about a couple weeks now. And she's like, no, I don't think he's done anything to me. Like, I don't think like he's doing anything like that. And I'm like, no a red flag isn't just um, you know what the other person is doing to hurt the relationship, right? It's not just that. To me, a red flag can also mean a value difference between y'all or a feeling you have inside. For instance, I also had another client that went on a date with a guy, right? They go to a bar and she like turns around, tells me on the phone, she's like, ah, he was cool, but I don't know. There was just something wasn't there. Like obviously he's showing up, he's trying, he's planning, you know, he's doing all the things right again. He's, he's showing up, but on the actual date itself, like she didn't feel like the conversation was that great. She kind of felt like he was boring or he wasn't funny. <laughs> and like, that is also a red flag. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, and I think those are a lot harder to navigate. And and this is where I'm going with this. Um, You know, in relationships, sometimes again, You know, I think the harder red flags to navigate are the ones that aren't really make or break, or they aren't really disrespectful red flags. Um, And what I mean by that is, is like maybe there's something about your connection or your values that you guys are in opposition about, but everything else works. Maybe you're super fucking attracted to them, right? And I don't know, the dick is bomb or the the cooch is good. Um, and I don't know, they make a lot of money or some shit. There's a lot of qualities that you like. They're very family oriented. And maybe there's just like something underneath that is making y'all clash. And so, you know, bringing it back to my situation, you know, I, I don't mind the distance. It is what it is. I'm chugging along. I, you know, there's a lot of great energy between us. Like when we are actually together physically in person, we do such a good job of conflict conflict resolution. We do such a good job of like loving on each other and showing affection. And honestly, you know, we don't even watch TV. We don't do anything besides talk. We besides talk to each other. We literally we, we hang out and like the TV's not even on. And we're talking about I'm talking about like seven days in a row. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's like one moment. It's just constantly talking. Now, with the good comes the bad, right? It's like you know, um, lately in our connection, um, and I'm not trying to air it out and make it sound like it's worse than it is, but you know, something underlying between me and her is I'm a very playful person. I'm a very, um, nonchalant person. You know what I'm saying? I'm very just like off the cuff. You know, I'm going to talk a little bit of shit. Sometimes I'm going to crack a joke. Like, you know, I I try to not take life too seriously. Um, and sometimes it's in areas where other people take it very seriously uh, and now go to her. And the only thing I have, um, friction with, with the situation is we just, she's a little bit more serious. She's a little bit more, I call her uh, a rule follower. (laughs) She's a rule follower. You know what I mean? And I'm like the, you guys know I'm the opposite. I'm smoking weed on my story. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying shit I don't give a fuck about. And she's kind of like the opposite. She's like the girl that like shows up to class like five minutes early, like make sure she's like prepared. You, you get what I'm saying? You, you understand the energy, right? It's like those two people colliding. So sometimes when we're talking, you know, I'll just be kind of just like, you know, being sarcastic and, and just stupid. And especially on something that maybe, I don't know, she takes a little bit more serious. And we find ourselves sometimes in very deadlock uh, serious conversations. Um, and to be honest, you know, it, it makes it really hard because when you're at this place where you're not together and I haven't seen you, um, you know, and, and, and then you add on top of it that sometimes we're clashing in that way. It, it's fucking tough. It's not easy, you know? And I was thinking about that with relationships in, in general. I'm like, yo, it's like, it's very hard to find somebody that's directly hundred percent like you. I feel like it's, it's nearly impossible so it's almost like you got to tow that line of what do I accept versus is this really a serious issue underneath that, you know, we need to address or is this really something that's going to keep us apart? You know what I'm saying? Um and it's really interesting because again, like there's so many things that are in alignment and then, you know, obviously when you get to this part where we're having these conversations and that keeps clashing and that keeps happening where I'm fucking around and then you're taking it too seriously and then we're fucking going we're headbutting. I mean, it hasn't been easy, you know, it hasn't been easy in that way. A lot of bickering. Uh and, and to be honest, you know, it gets really old when you're not together, you know, because you're not getting that I don't know, you're not getting you're not feeling replenished. And uh I think that's been really difficult for us to navigate. But I think the other thing too is we are both so emotionally how many intelligent that we have these conversations, we move past it. And honestly, the solution that we bring is, you know, when that shit happens, yeah, we bicker, but we show love. You know what I mean? We come back to love. We come back to all right, Hey, like, you know, I didn't really want to be like that. I don't like to act like that, but it also comes down to, and the reason I bring all this up is, you know, it's like, how many times is this going to happen? You know, it's like, how many times can you have those hard conversations? You know, you don't want all the conversations you're having to be hard. And I'm not saying that's what it is, but, you know, it's towing that line. It's towing that line, to be honest. Um, But honestly, what I think is going to help us is this energy that I have brought to my own life and just to the things that I've been doing. I'm feeling healthier, I'm feeling happier. Um I'm able to be a little bit more patient than I was before because I was the one who's probably causing most of the issues showing a lack of patience because I'm unhappy, and it was about me, it wasn't even about this situation so um I guess with that being said, you know we're at this place right now where and I think I'm just gonna speak for myself right now. I'm at this place with it where you know like I'm happy and I like what's happening. But on the other end, like I know that my life here is very important. I know that I got to focus on those things. She's prioritized her life and her family, which makes sense because we're still new. Um, and yeah, we're just gonna let the the chips fall where they fall. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where it's really hard. There's a little bit of uncertainty there, you know. Um, and I think over time we're just gonna figure that out, right? Is is the bickering or is that you know, underlying issue of the seriousness versus the playfulness going to come to a head where we can't operate together. And it's hard because again, you know, you don't want to stay in something just for a level of comfort. Right. And I'm trying to avoid that. I want it to be based on pure love. I want it to be based on me intentionally wanting this connection. And I'm sure the same thing for her. So I think all it's going to do is gonna, it's just going to take more love and it's just going to take more work. Um, and that's kind of where we're at right now where, you know, day by day and hopefully we could chop down these days as they go by. We've got a little bit of time until we see each other again. And in the meantime, she's got to go enjoy her life. I've got to enjoy mine. Um, and yeah, you know, um, relationships are not easy, you know, they're really not. And it's something that we're going to talk about when we get later, you know, in this podcast about situationships into relationships, you know. Again, we always talk about, uh, like, at least for me and the people that I work with too, is like, you know, what's the line? Where at what point is it? A, is it a dead stop? At what point do we look at the behavior of the other person and our behavior in the situation, um, and we call it quits? You know, it's it's not an easy thing. And but the thing is, I actually would tell most people, I'm gonna be honest with you, when when people come to me and they're thinking about ending their relationship. My first instinct, I, I think, back in the past when I, you know, was first doing dating coaching, I actually would probably push people to separate very fast from the relationship. But as I've kind of gotten older, um, and a little bit more knowledge, like, I actually, my first instinct now is actually, no, 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 let's try to repair. You know what I'm saying? I think the, I think the first reaction in a relationship should be repair, not run. You understand what I'm saying? It can't be just, oh, there's problems, I got to go. Because if we keep doing that, then how are you ever going to be in a relationship? Because at what point or another are you going to actually try? And I'm not saying you need to sacrifice yourself for a relationship. If you are feeling like you are sacrificing your life for that damn thing, that is a problem, right? Your emotional energy, everything, if it is draining you and it is not filling you back up, that's when it becomes a problem. But again, what is that line, right? You know, cuz again, uh, relationships are emotionally draining sometimes. Guess what? You're going to have shit days. There's going to be days where the relationship ruins your day. It ruins your day. But then there's going to be days where it makes your entire day. It makes your entire week. It makes you feel things that you have never felt in your entire life. You know, it, it, there's going to be rain and there's going to be some sunshine. And and you got to be prepared for that. So again, my whole point is you know, and specifically even to my situation and all situations that we're going to be talking about, try to repair, you know, try to get things on the right course, more communication, more direct communication, just being really fucking honest with each other about how you feel, and then honestly, more fucking love, more fucking compassion. You know, if you guys are fucking fighting, just be real with each other about it, but at some point or another, you know what, lock it up, come up with a creative solution, and we got to inject some more love in there. We gotta say, yo, listen. I really love you. I appreciate you a lot, and I think things are just gonna work out a lot better for you in your relationships when you take that approach and you stop running away from your problems. Because I'm gonna be honest, you know, as a as an avoidant, I'm an anxious avoidant. I don't know if you guys know that, um, but I'm actually what what I like to call the worst case, which is in a relationship, I get really antsy and anxious i have like trust issues i've worked on all of this uh i've got trust issues but you know on the other side of the coin and i guess that's what anxious avoidant really is in general right it's this fear of abandonment and it's giant for me it really is it's giant for me um so i easily back in the day i would just be like oh there's a problem here fucking dip run you know what i mean run i'm out and then you know when i actually got close to somebody i would be worried really fucking worried like oh you're like, what are they doing? Where are they at? Like, are, are they fucking somebody else? You know what I mean? Yo, you know what the hardest part about this relationship is? And I think long distance and anything in general, bro, it's like, you know, there would be times where at the beginning of this relationship, because I wasn't fully, I didn't really fully get to know her. I was just always assuming I was, I'm always assuming the worst. I'm always assuming that they're going to be fucking on me or doing some shit. Uh, but in reality, like, yo, there's some fucking honest, good people out there. There really are. And, and that's the other thing too, is you got to believe that, or you're never going to have a good relationship. If you don't believe that there's people out there that are not fucking whores, you're going to treat everybody with distance. And that's why they're, you're going to actually confuse people with the amount of distance you give them. I was helping out, uh, one of these, uh, more avoidant people on a FaceTime. And really the, the hard part is, is you want an, an avoidant person, you want the other person to clarify and show you that you can trust them while giving the other person no trust. And so the thing is, you're giving the other person no trust and you're wanting them to fucking trust the shit out of you, but it's backwards as fuck because they end up not trusting you because they're mirroring the way that you are. You're avoiding them, right? You're being minimal. And then they're being like, oh shit, are they fucking me over? Are they doing some weird shit? They're not showing me that they like me that much. But it's like, dude, something's going to have to give. My whole point is, yeah, maturing in relationships, in my opinion, is you got to learn to be vulnerable. You got to learn to be genuine. You got to learn to trust people. You can't just assume everybody's fucking you over. Because, really, you're never going to have anything successful Um if that's your way of life. All right, let's go into the Instagram question first. Um, and then we will head into more of the situationship stuff and y- y- caring about the other people's expectations. So, um, I had one of my ex coaches uh, reach out to me. Um, and she said this, um, she wanted me to talk about Instagram being used as a dating tool. And she said, This guy has been liking and commenting on my stories for two weeks. Last week, I suggested a video chat that he seemed on board with, never set it up, and keeps liking and commenting. Um, She's like, maybe other people have trouble with the nature of using Instagram to date too and just kind of how to navigate it. So I guess really the situation is here is um, he's liking and commenting, but he's not really making the fucking move. And I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm gonna give you the guy's perspective um, on this. And I was literally driving today and I was thinking about this in general about like liking and commenting and doing all this stuff because you know, as a dude, I do find myself liking like, you know, some girls stuff, and it's not malicious. It's just like, oh, you know, you look good, you look cute. Um, and to be honest, like I could tell sometimes that there's girls that kind of dig me and they kind of like me and I feel like they want me to make a move but it's like, I don't really know if I really want to do that, but I do like showing you love. <laughs> I do like hyping you up. I do like giving you that validation. I'm a nice person, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm just thinking to myself like, you know, she deserves this or she needs this. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know what? You need that like, you know, you my comment would make you feel better and I want to do it for you. And I was thinking about this in general, like how men really operate. It's It's interesting. Because a lot of the times men do things like that you would think are normal, such as like liking and commenting, maybe calling you on the phone, setting up a plan, doing a lot of things like taking you on a date, like buying you roses, all the romantic shit. I feel like there's a lot of times as a guy, it's like, yeah, we want to do those things and like, you know, we, yeah, cause we care. But on the other side of the coin is, Sometimes we really just do it because we know that you're going to like it and not necessarily because we're jumping up in joy to do it. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And it's not, again, it's not malicious. It's just like, oh, she would like if I was thoughtful. Like, oh, she would like if I liked her thing. You know what I mean? So it's one of these things where, like, it's the weirdest thing fucking catch 22. And this is, I, I made a, a video about how like guys will text you, ask you to hang out all this shit and then blame you for being clingy. Right. And it's just this idea that like, as a guy, we know that you want attention. We know that you want this stuff. We know that you want to be taken on dates, doing all this thing. And sometimes like, again, we're doing it because you want it. We're not doing it because we are genuinely doing it just to do it. You understand what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not saying it's ingenuine, and that's like it's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest fucking paradox of all time. I don't know how to really explain it, uh, but I'll, I'll give you another example. I guess in, in my personal relationship, like there's times where I'm talking to this girl on the phone, and there's probably times where like you know I'm busy and I have stuff to do, but I'm like ah, you know I and. Don't get me wrong. I love talking to her. I love talking to her. But on the other side of things, I'm like, you know, there's parts of me that I think that I I do it or I do it extra or I do it on her time specifically because she wants to. You know what I'm saying? It's more like for her. I'm not saying it's not for me and I'm like, oh, my God, this sucks. You understand? What I'm again, this is what I'm trying to tell you about, guys. It's not like we're like, oh, this is so hard to do or it's annoying. But again, it feels a little bit like we're doing it for you rather than for ourselves. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? So for me, for instance, like I want to see this person, right? I want to see this person in person. And in the meantime, if I could just work and kick ass and, and take care of my life and talk to you when I see you, <laughs> I might do it. You know what I mean? I might be okay with that. As weird as that fucking sounds, like I might be chill with that, even though I do want to talk to her. And that's what I'm saying. It's weird. It's like this weird thing where it's like you want to be there for your girl and you and you want to do things, but at the same time, as a dude, you kind of like doing your own shit. You know what I mean? I want to do my own shit. It's it's nothing wrong with you. Um, so yeah, I guess <laughs> I'm really far away from this question, other than this. Um, you suggested the video chat, and he said he was down. He just never planned it. And again, to me, it's one of these, and honestly, as a guy, sometimes we have these girls in our life where it's like, it sounds good on paper, but like when it really comes down to it, like, do we really want to go through with it? Eh, not really. (laughs) And I mean, I'm not saying like, he don't, he don't care, but maybe it's just like, here's the other thing. (laughs) Oh shit. Okay. Here's the other thing. I was thinking about this, like, and I'm sure women, you guys can relate to this in some way there's kind of like a cue. There's kind of like a line in your life, right? Of people that you want to give your time and your energy to. So, you know, uh, I think about when I'm like, you know, just living my life and I'm talking to multiple girls, if that's what I'm doing at the time. And, and when I'm in that mode, right? Like some girls sound good on paper and they're like, you know, they're in this tier in my mind where it's like, I'll talk to you if I see you. I'll like and comment it on your shit if it pops up. But am I going to go out of my way to, like, spend time with you or to make something happen? Eh, not really. You're not in, like, the high-priority tier. You know what I'm saying? You're in the, like, oh, okay, if it happens, it happens tier. You understand what I'm saying? That's where guys have you. It's it's, it's like, you know, if it happens, it happens. And, and to me, that's where you get the liking and the commenting and the no follow-through on the plans. You're in the, all right, maybe tier and then the next level up is like the high priority tier like the girls that you know we're gonna text randomly or the people that we're actually gonna try to see and make plans with you understand what i'm saying um and what's interesting is we like and comment on all of the people and on all of the tiers (laughs) you understand what i'm saying it's just like different packages like what packages of attention are you gonna get from me like i offer certain packages for certain you know, levels of people. So like, again, uh, for instance, let's say there's a girl in the gym that I'm like, oh, she's, you know, she's cute, but like, you know, I'm not really like, I'm not dying for it. You're in the starter pack. You're in the, okay, like we'll be friends. Uh, Maybe I'll like and comment on something every once in a while, swipe up every once in a while. But am I actually going to ask you on a date? Probably not. If I saw you out when we were out, like would I say hi and talk to you for a minute? Yeah, I would. And then there's the next tier where it's like, Alright, these are all the people that I'm like considering hanging out with and I would make a plan with but I'm not like eager and urgent it's not like the top of my to-do list it's just like the people where I'm like okay if we if we actually hung out or I actually had some free time this week I might actually hit you up to go and chill you're in the like okay you're in the back pocket tier I call it we have the starter tier the back pocket tier and then you got the front runners like your starters you know what I'm saying where like those are the people and it's usually like one or two honestly again if a guy's doing that multiple people. I, there's some guys out there, like whatever, man, they, they're living their life and, and they probably got a lot of people in the starter tier. Very weird. Um, uh, I'm more of a one person at a time person anyways. Um, but in the starter tier, they're like the people that you text frequently, like constantly want to be around, uh, you know, making plans with all that kind of thing. So I feel like a lot of times girls get confused because they're like, okay, he's showing me some energy, but he's not going over the top. Well, I'm like, well, just again, priority wise, you know, you're not at the top, but it doesn't mean you can't increase. So here's the other weird thing. Let's say somebody from the starter tier, I see in person and we have a really good conversation or, Oh, you're looking really good that day or something. And I'm like, you know what? She's actually really cute. She dropped a really cute photo or she said something funny on her story or something like that. I'm like, Oh, maybe, maybe I should hang out with her. You know, sometimes something catches your attention where you're like, Oh, actually, wait a minute. Let's let's move her up. You know what I mean? Let me, let me say something. Maybe like, yo, we should chill soon. You, you maybe you might throw one of those out. It's like a feeler. Poof. Where it's like, all right, yo, we should hang out soon. Like I'm kind of down. And then like the plan never really comes together, but you're like, Hey, now she's in like that middle tier. She's in the back pocket tier. You've, you've made your way from starter to back pocket. <laughs> yo. Do you understand what I'm saying here? And I'm sure, ladies, you know, you can sit here and call me a dick. But at the end of the day, I'm just telling you, A, how it is. But also, B, I'm sure you feel the exact same fucking way about some dudes. And uh, honestly, I think the people that are in the back pockets here are the people that are, like, it's, it's, like a, it's like a combination of things. It could be, like, the girl that's hot but you know is not a relationship girl. She's, like, just messy or you know what I'm saying? Like there's just things going on there, or your values are just not in alignment. But you're like, oh, she's hot, so like you know, every once in a while, maybe I go out with a drink for her or something. You know, whatever. Um, but yeah, and then again, eventually you could move up. It's not that you can't. That's what I'm saying. You just need to be patient. But really, and here's where the key is, right? The key is, what did I just say? How did how did you move from you know the the starter pack to the back pocket to the you know to the front runner to the star? Uh, and I think really what it comes down to is you valuing yourself, you know, and really working on yourself, right? The more energy you put on yourself, maybe you're really getting in shape. You're, you're, you're working on your physical attractiveness. You're, you know, I don't know, presenting yourself online a little bit more. You're, you're being a little bit more out there, but again, also, again, there's a, a culmination of things that could make you more valuable, right? And it's different for each person, right? So maybe somebody really values somebody of faith and you start posting a lot of God quotes, You know, next thing you know, you're like, oh, this girl's really into fucking God? Sweet. Nah, maybe I should really chill with her. You understand what I'm saying? It all depends on... it. Really, what I guess I'm trying to tell you is, go be yourself hard as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Go present the things that you value the most because that's what's going to attract the people that are going to take you more seriously. Uh, But long story short, when it comes to this and and Instagram dating, um, to me if they're just liking and commenting and they're not actually making a plan, you're kind of in that back pocket starter tier where, you know, they're not really making shit happen. And to be honest, it's just, you're not a really high priority, uh, in his life. But I'm not saying like, you know, again, he's a douchebag Cause again, he's not right. You also got to think about this, like as a dude and you know, I'm a dude, like I got to prioritize myself too. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes, all these girls, quote unquote, are interesting, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, I also recognize for myself, like I got to go to the gym. I got to take care of work. I got to like, you know, be in a state of mind where I want to hang out with you too. So really again, it's, it's nobody's at fault and don't feel slighted just because they're only liking and commenting and shit on your stuff. It is what it is. Take the, take the little attention that they're giving you and just say, fuck it. Like don't put too much stock into it. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could ask for the video chat, and if he doesn't follow through, fuck it. Okay, you don't want a video chat. No problem. I'm going to keep working on myself. I can sit here and, and wonder why, but there's no point in doing that. You're not giving me a, that attention. Okay, no problem. And, and you could still, you know, shoot your shot. You've sent the message. You've, you've said what up. I, I have no problem telling somebody I like them. I have no problem asking somebody to hang out anymore. I have no fear of rejection anymore. I really don't fucking care. I'm serious. I will literally ask you to chill. Honestly, I'm at the point where I'm like, even if you started ignoring me a little bit, uh, maybe I'll hit you with one final message. Yo, you want to chill? No? Okay. No problem. Because I know who I am. I'm like, oh, I don't care. What? You're not going to tell me my value. You know what I'm saying? I'm enjoying my life. And the thing is, the luxury of loving yourself, the luxury of, of having a high sense of self and self-worth is that you could take risks without worrying about it being a failure and crushing yourself. You understand what I'm saying? You just move to the next person. Uh, it's redirecting me. Okay. You're not, you're not giving me energy. Okay. I will find somebody that does. And I'm sure a lot of the people that pass you up and, and in my, you know, past, um, the people that have passed me up, you know, I feel like I end up outgrowing anyways, because I love myself and I hustle and and I trust myself a lot. And I want you to take that view of yourself. So, you know, if somebody's not giving you, you know, again, he's not giving you the video chat. Okay. No more energy. Okay. I don't need to. I asked you what it was. You didn't, you know, you didn't want to follow through. All right, moving on. Not a problem. This is, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I I don't want you guys to get frustrated about this shit. I just want you to live. You know what I'm saying? I I want you to um, you know, again, not worried about being rejected. You you really can't do that. It's it's gonna crush your self-worth. All right. Um, we are gonna go to the next situation. All right, so this girl said to me. Started casually seeing a guy and told him I'm not sleeping with anyone until I feel like it's more than casual dating and he was okay with it. We ended up having a convo because he was still sleeping around and it kind of grossed me out since I wasn't. We weren't uh, mean to each other. We talked everything through and just decided we weren't going to work out and I ended it. He's now telling people I wanted to be more serious, etc. I'm super annoyed because I never texted him first and I never asked him to hang out first, and now he's making me look like a crazy person. I know I shouldn't care, but I do. Now he's telling people I hate him, and I don't know if I should just let it go or confront him. We hang around the same places and people, so I know I have to keep seeing him around. If I do confront him, do I do it in person, or will that make me look even more, quote-unquote, crazy? Yeah, you know, honestly, this is a very loaded question. Um, Here's where we're going to start, right? Because... You felt that he was telling people that essentially you were crazy because um, you wanted to be more serious. First off, what's wrong with that? You know, this is, blows my mind. You told him that you wanted something more serious and you didn't want casual dating. Even though you weren't putting in the groundwork by texting him first and asking him to hang out first, you did want a serious relationship why don't you stand on business? <laughs> I don't understand. Why can't you just be like, no, nah, I'm not crazy. I wanted something real. And he's not, he's not, that's not, that's not what he wants. Okay. That doesn't mean that you fucking were in love with him. You know what I'm saying? And I understand the perception, right? Because if he tells other people, oh yeah, she just wanted something, you know, serious. And I just didn't want that. It makes you look like you were like thirsty for it or something. But who fucking cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. You know, I, I'm going to stand on my feelings. I'm not going to be afraid of telling somebody I want something serious. And I don't care if he fucking, if she tells other people I wanted something serious with her. I could care fucking less. I have come on this podcast and talked about how I told Gym Crush 2 that I liked her and she shut it down. And I don't care. We go to the same gym. She, she can go ahead and tell everybody and her mother. I'll stand on it. I'll be like, yeah, I did. I, yeah, I did like her and I did care. Right. And I did want to, um, you know, hang out and do something more. It, it wasn't that serious. We'd never even kissed or hugged or anything like that. But you understand what I'm saying? I'm not afraid. And I don't want you to be afraid to be that. You're not crazy for wanting something serious. Uh, I'm sorry. Every woman listening to this podcast, no offense. Every woman wants something serious. Let's be real. <laughs> Are you crazy? Every other woman in the on the earth will be crazy then. You know what I mean? Everybody's crazy. Oh, just because she's a little bit more casual makes her not crazy? No. No. You're not crazy for uh telling him that you didn't like him sleeping with other people. You're not crazy for uh you know, just wanting something real. And that's the thing is, like, I understand you guys go to the same places and things, but the people that like you and respect you and are truly your friends are not going to take his word over yours. You know what I'm saying? Even if they think you're quote unquote crazy, you know what I'm saying? And again, you're, you're not crazy for that, right? Um, and you're saying now he's telling people that I hate him. Uh, it's interesting how you guys are are indirectly communicating with each other. Cause he knows that you feel some sort of way about it, obviously. So this to me sounds like a, a high school cafeteria table. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where it's like fucking telephone, where you know you guys were like kind of in the same friend group, and they're all just talking like, "Oh, it didn't work out." Like, "Oh, she must hate him now." Like, you know what I mean? Like, and she and he's like be like, "Oh no, she hates me because I didn't want something real." It's like, dude, who cares? And honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with confronting him. Like, I don't know what there's. There is to confront him about, though. You know what I mean? Like, what are you? What are you gonna? What are you gonna say to him? I, it, I in my opinion, I would let this go if he came up to me and talked to me about it and said, "Yo, like, is everything okay?" I'd be like, "Nah." I, I mean, like, I just didn't want other people to know our business. But you know, it is what it is. You said what you said. Uh, I, I'm not, you know, offended. I did want something serious. It is what it is. I guess that's you. You didn't want that. There's no problem with me. I know that sounds crazy to say to somebody's face. But that's that's the type of confidence and genuine energy I want you to have you shouldn't be afraid you think I'd give a, a single fuck that I said that to Jim Crow hell to the fuck no I know again I know who the fuck I am you know what I'm saying you think oh bro I I have found a, a much better woman you know what I'm saying you, you're gonna find a much better guy some guy that's out here casually dating and whatever he's not he's not giving any woman anything great to be honest probably just some dick, (laughs) which, you know, by all means, great. Have fun. But if you're looking for something serious, you guys aren't even in the same lane. You, You understand what I'm saying? You guys are, who cares? Let him do his thing. Let him have his fun or be that guy. All right. You know, I find that a lot of the times when we stand on our genuineness, those people that gave us the runaround or wanted to do casual back in the day, they hit a moment of their life where they're like, oh shit. I don't know if I want to do casual anymore. And they're like, what do they do? They, they, they search in their mind. They search in their mind. Who, who would be a good candidate for a single person? Oh, maybe it was the girl that was super genuine to me and told me that she wanted something serious and then upheld her boundaries and was disciplined to the fact that she didn't want to do casual. That's what I'm saying. You don't look crazy. I actually want you to stand on it. I want you to not be afraid, and I don't want you to even tell your friends, I didn't text him first, or I didn't even try. Just be like, no, yeah, I did want something serious, and yeah, he he wasn't in the same lane. You don't need excuses. You don't need to tell people that, oh, you, you, you didn't give him that much attention, that you're not thirsty. Again, w- another guy that sees your value, first off, he doesn't give a fuck who is texting who first, and he doesn't even know about the other guy, I'm sure, most dudes. You know what I'm saying? You meet another guy that treats you right, this whole situation becomes irrelevant. To keep it real. So I understand the whole like caring about what people think. I think, uh, and and not to be, um, I feel like a more in woman circles, you get a little bit more gossipy, even though, again, this guy is acting like that. To me, that's kind of feminine to be like doing all that, like, you know, talking about that. I get it, you know? You, you care, we care about what, what our friends and close people think about us to a degree, right? You can't just be totally fucking, you know, nonchalant about everything, you know? So my whole thing is, is speak your feelings. So my whole thing is this to me, I'm not personally going up to him and addressing it because I don't care who the fuck you talk to and who you tell, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go up to Jim crush too and be like, Hey, I heard you told Sally that I liked you. I'm like, bro, I told the whole world. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I did. I did. Okay. You didn't show up. That's on you. That's your, honestly, that's your loss. That's not my loss. Um, but but you know in this situation if he comes up to you and then addresses it then you could tell him how you feel. Hey, yo, I didn't like that you told people that it was more serious than it was. You know what I'm saying? Or acting like I was trying to do the most when I really wasn't trying to do the most. And then you can address it. But in my opinion, I want you to stand on on your feelings and and the things that you were in that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um and, and here's the thing, I, I personally prefer that conversation in person. So again, I would wait for him to either reach out or talk to me in person to have that conversation. Outside of that, I personally wouldn't address it with that person because the way that they feel, the way that they perceive me is not my business, is not my task. It's not. It really isn't. And I understand you go to the same places and the same people, but again, you're telling me other guys in the room really give a fuck about that? Come on you know what I'm saying, they really don't, you know what I'm saying, they really don't, because if you're fucking dope, and you're attractive, and you're cool to me, and, and fucking Jerry over there treated you like ass, I don't give a fuck, I'm like, dude, Jerry got, what a fucking idiot, you know what I mean, I'm like, what a fucking moron, he let her go, ouch, sorry, um, it is, that's what I'm trying to say is there's, there's a person for everyone and, and not everybody's going to love you like that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm, I'm a pretty like cool person. There's a lot of people, you know, I've met in my life that do not fuck with me, <laughs> that do not like my energy, that do not fuck with me at all. And you just, you just got to be chill with that. You know what I'm saying? You got to be okay with people having a perception or a thought about you. It is what it is. All right. Uh Final topic. And honestly, this is a pretty good segue in a way, because I think this has a lot to do with, um, turning your situationship into a relationship. So, uh, I actually had, uh, one of the people that I work with, the girl actually reached out to me when I posted this, uh, because she knew I was going to tell her story. Um, and and the reason I tell this story every time it's because actually it's probably one of the, this is the first time. I've ever personally helped somebody take their situationship and turn it into a relationship. So I used to think it was impossible. I used to think it was impossible. But I actually know now that it isn't. Although, caveat, I do think it's extremely rare. Um, And I will say this too. If you plan on turning your situationship into a relationship, um, you need a couple things. Number one, you need time. Time, uh, and what I mean by that is, the changes that I'm gonna request you to make, is not gonna happen overnight. It's not. It's just simply not. And here's the thing: changing somebody's perception of you is kind of like changing the temperature of water. You it, you don't just heat up water and it and it turns to 78 degrees over 30. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't just go from 40 to to 80 in 30 seconds, right? It takes time to boil. And it's the same thing with people's perception. If you want to change somebody's perception, it takes time. It's not just going to be a quick fix solution. I'm sorry. It's not like that. You know, again, it's going to have to go to a boil. You're going to essentially have to start from 40 degrees and make your way to 80. And it's going to take a lot of work. So with that being said, put it into your mind. Okay. It's not happening tonight. It's not happening immediately. It's not happening this week. It's probably not happening this month. It might happen this year, but it's not happening this month. Maybe. That might be quick, but it depends on how quickly um, you can do some of these things. All right. Long story short, let me tell the story. So um, I have a a client that I've been working with for probably over a year now. And when I first uh, got on with her, she was in about a... I think she was about 6 to 7 or maybe even 8 months into her situationship. She was married for 10 years prior to this. Um she got out of that marriage. Um she was somebody I would categorize as you know, when I first met her having low boundaries, low self-worth, but not entirely, like only you guys understand. When I say low self-worth, I'm not just saying like oh my God, you're a slog or like, you're this like, meh, like, like, you know, terrible person. It's some people have low self-worth in specific areas. This woman is a fucking firecracker. She is, I'm telling you right now, she makes more money than all of you guys listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you that right. And she's already in the 1% in, in that place already. Uh, she's kick-ass. She's so cool. And and, you know, she's like, she like smokes weed. She's down to earth. She's fucking awesome. She's fucking awesome. Uh, but again, she has low self-worth in the area of relationship. So when I say that, I'm not saying like, again, this person is, is nobody or nothing. And it's the same thing for you is that you got to recognize that about yourself And this is what I help people with in general, too, is understanding you probably have a mega good foundation. You just need to clean some things up. And that's what we're going to do. So, long story short, she's in a 10 year marriage, um, gets out of that, eventually divorces him. You know, low boundaries at the time, shit happens, uh, you know, kind of learns a lot, you know, but leaves that relationship. And again, she was monogamous for 10 years, hops out of that relationship. First guy she meets, uh, just a, a friend. Of a friend, and he's just gonna be the hookup guy. He's gonna be like, all right, I've been in this relationship forever. You're gonna be the hookup guy. They hook up, you know, vibes are good. They hang out and they fucking chill, and they keep doing that. They hang out and they chill, they hang out and they chill, they hang out and they chill. Next thing you know, seven months goes by. (laughs) And she's still doing the same thing when she gets to me and she's like, yo, uh, Chris, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, And I'll tell you where their communication was at it was hanging out, maybe once a week, maybe once every other. And the communication was strictly sexual. That's what it was. That was a connection. Although in person, the vibes were awesome. You know what I'm saying? They would hang out. They'd have a really good time. Bang. Great. But then, you know, he'd go on his merry way and she'd be like, all right, cool. I'm working too. But at the same time, I'm like really emotionally drained, right? It's a situation chip. It's like, fuck, like I care about you. You know how it is. So when I get to her, you know, we did a lot of work uh, and I'm really just going to summarize all the things that we kind of did. So initially it started with us having to work on her boundaries with this person and also the way that she was communicating. If you know that you want more with that person, you kind of have to start expressing those things a little bit and being a little bit more intentional with the connection, right? In general, like if you're just using sex as a way to get their attention, you're on the basement. You're in the basement right now. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Where you're operating at is, is a place of, I am useful for my body and that is it we that that's not you can't be that can't be the way you view yourself you understand what I'm saying like if you want something real with this person they got to start finding you and seeing you as a person of value outside of that place and it's not that you're not it's just that maybe what you're presenting to them is only that because you think that that is the thing that's gonna get their attention right because uh, that's usually what it is it's like I want their attention so sex is a very easy way to do it uh, long story short, you know, they would send memes and shit back and forth. You know, have little casual conversations, but it would always end up back in that place. Um, essentially, we hit this point where they were hanging out a little bit more. She was really starting to try to like spend more time with him, and you know, express a little bit that like she was having some feelings for him. And it took her a really, really fucking long time. I'm telling you, we probably had ten conversations before she finally said it to him. Yo, I like. I care about you more than this, and like this is really hard for me. Like, do you like me like that? Essentially, she didn't say that. You know, she didn't say, "Do you like me like that?" It. I. I told her to express her feelings from the place that she felt them. Hey, I like you. I appreciate you more than just this. And to be honest, this isn't working for me. It's not. If this is all you want from me, then we need to talk about that. Gave him some time. He texted her back and was like, "Nah." you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I want to be single. I can't do it. This guy's been single his whole life, by the way. Uh, A big avoided guy. I think he dated in college and he hasn't ever had a relationship since. So she's like, all right, it is what it is. And at this point, guess what? Upheld her boundaries. and, And it was so fucking hard because there was a lot of times where we were telling him this. But we weren't actually staying disciplined, and 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 ladies, you understand this, or anybody. It's not even ladies; it's anybody that's in a situation that you want more. You know, a lot of the times you'll say you want something more, or you'll you'll make those kind of indirect communications, and then what happens? They hit you back up, and you're back on the hook. You're providing, you're 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 available. And she was doing that back and forth for a little bit, and then again, finally sent the text, expressed it truly and honestly and genuinely and directly. Again, it's not indirect like, not telling him and pouting and shit. You know what I'm saying? Direct communication. Yo, I I like you. Hey, this is what it is. And I want something deeper. He turns around, texts her like a week later, says no. Uh, and that was it. For about uh, a month and a half, two months, me and her were working together, working on her self-worth. Um, and they didn't talk. They didn't talk at all. And one, I think it was like, so now, me and her are a couple months in at this point. I think she's about, I don't know, pretty long into this situation now with him. But again, but now it's no longer. It's gone. It's a couple of months gone by. Um, and she doesn't book a session. And she's been a little, like, she, she's kind of like, she took a little bit of time away from me for a little bit. And I was like, hmm, interesting. I wonder what's happening in her life right now. Uh, she books another session. We talk, and whenever uh, one of my clients do that to me, I know what it is because this happens. <laughs> That's why it's so funny because like I, I know what is happening, and a lot of the times, think about it. It's just kind of like how you are with your friends with your situationship where when you go back and you relapse, you go ghost from your friends for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You kind of like ghost the people closest to you because you're like, Ugh, I don't want to tell them I'm doing this, and I don't know how to tell them yet. But I want to kind of do this for myself. So she's doing it for herself. Nothing wrong. Long story short, after a couple months, she's the one who breaks the no contact, hits him up, asks him to chill, and. La-di-da, we're back in uh, situationship land. You know, no judgment from me. Here's the thing. I work with people all the time where this is what happens. bro. There is no judgment. You're a human fucking being, okay? Fucking relax. And any any of your friends that are telling you, oh my God, why do you keep going back to them? Are you serious? Or they make you feel guilty? Honestly, screw them. Ask them about the skeletons in their fucking closet. I'm telling you right now. Everybody acts like they have so much more self-control than they actually fucking do. Seriously. Cut that shit out. Every single person I work with, I don't care how many times you go back to that situation. I don't give a fuck. There is no judgment. Zero. None. Nada. You're not a bad person for liking somebody or genuinely caring about somebody. And we did this uh, two podcasts ago. I told you about emotion versus logic. If you emotionally care about somebody, it is very difficult to break that attachment. Long story short, even though it's not. <laughs> um. So at this point, she comes back and we're talking and, you know, obviously I'm like, you know, it is what it is. All right. I said, what can we do right now, even though you've hit him back up and, you know, you still are, you know, in that same position with him? Although, uh, you know, things were starting to heat up a little bit, but here's my point is I was like, okay, what can we do while you still talk to him and hit him up and, and hang out with him every once in a while? that can still increase your worthiness in his mind. So what we did was, is we continued to work on her self-worth. We continued to work on her boundaries. We What happened was, she actually just accepted the situation for what it was, and said, you know what? Okay, you want to treat me just like sex? Guess what? That's what it will be. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to live my fucking life. I'm going to live my life. So... During these next, like, couple months, she takes, uh, she goes, flies to Europe, she goes all over the country, she's doing all these things, she goes, you know, Miami, you know what happens in Miami, stays in Miami, you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) She's having a good time, you know, and she's telling me about this, and we're talking, obviously she still has feelings for the dude, but at the same time, she's like, dude, I'm not sitting here, I'm not waiting around, so we devised a plan to her hang out and live her life, and enjoy her life, and you know what? If this guy shows up, he shows up, but guess what? If somebody else in my life shows up, another guy pulls up, gives me good energy, all right, it is what it is. I'm not going to sit around for a guy that's only giving me this. That energy that she displayed over those next couple months, something something changed, right? This, this situationship that she had, he started hitting her up more. They started hanging out more. He started lingering more, and she's telling me, she's like, "Chris, she's like, like I I'm telling you, I feel it. Like something's different. Like and and like I know we have this connection." And that's the thing she said all along. She said it all along. "Yo, the times when we hang out in person, it's like butter." We could chill for hours. We're having such a good time. We're laughing. We're smoking. We're drink. You know what I'm saying? She's living her life with this person when they're actually together. And he, and she's like, Chris, I know there's something there. But eventually, he starts, you know, ramping it up, ramping it up, ramping it up, right? He's asking her to hang out more, do more things. He he actually uh, agrees to go and spend time with her and her friends at this at this event. They're hanging out multiple times a week now. Uh, And he just started, you know, again, giving that energy. Uh, At this point, we then started hitting him more with the hard stuff. I kept telling her, I'm like, yo, boundaries, expression. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, don't be afraid of your feelings beyond this, right? So eventually they get to a place where they're hanging out again more and they're spending time uh, a lot. And, you know, she goes on another vacation. She comes back home. He hits her up and she he tries to see her immediately um and just paraphrasing here but uh eventually you know they, when she comes back he's hes she sees that he's like yo yo i I really want to like keep doing this more like I care about you you know what I'm saying that kind of energy and she's telling him like yo like I, I I want something real you know what I'm saying like let's are we doing this or not and he's like, I'm ready for a relationship." He says that to her. And she's like, dude, I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know what changed. I was like, you changed. You fucking changed. The thing is, what what you guys don't see about her is she just didn't. And I tell her this all the time. You don't realize your own value. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you're a kick ass woman. I was like, you you make more money than him. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You're fucking crushing it. She has her own business. Um, she's so down to earth, she's so fun, I'm like, bro, dudes would be lined up to get this, you have to hold that energy, and she started to really embody that, she really started to embody that, right, just the way that she carried herself, and that's the thing too, is she's a type of girl when, you know, she would text guys, and I would help her with the the communication, just, it was always such like, pleaser, type energy, you know what I'm saying, like for instance, she wanted to ask her, her situationship to go to a gala with her, and she was putting it off, putting it off, because she was like, what if, what if he says no, I'm like, bro, if this guy is supposed to be your fucking man, you should be asking that without question, and if he doesn't go, I mean, who is he really to you then? You know what I'm saying? Why are we sitting in fear from expressing the things that we want? If you know you want to see him and you want to take him to this thing, ask him. And don't back down. And, And that's the thing is eventually she started doing those things and she's asking him to do these things with her. He's saying yes. And now they're at this point in their relationship where the boundaries just keep getting stricter. She, she called me the other night in a panic because he did, he kind of was, he had like a friend that was a girl, but it wasn't that serious. Bro, I, call, she, I called her up and I told her, I was like, yo, go in there and you really need to tell him how it is. I You need to say, bro, cut the bullshit out. For real. She's like, I understand we, we came from this situation, this situationship, but we're in a new place. If you can't treat me with respect, I'm gone. I'm not putting up with this. And that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. You need If you are somebody that is struggling to, to switch your situation to a, a relationship, it's all about boundaries and self-worth, right? It's about showing them that you are valuable. And the only way you could do that is if you view yourself that way. And, and really, uh, an important note that I want to bring up, uh, she talked about, she asked him, yo, what changed? Why, what, what made you change your mind? And he's like, you know what was a big part of it? The two months that we didn't talk. He's like, I felt it. You know what I'm saying? Not having you. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's why it takes time. And this is why I said it's like boiling water. You need to put your boundaries down. You need to express what you want. And you can't be afraid of it. You can't be afraid of losing it. And that time that she actually stuck her foot in the ground and was like, I'm not going to text him. I'm not putting that energy in. That is the repetition. That is like the energy that is going to get you what you want in a relationship. And like I said, can you turn your situation into a relationship? You know what? sometimes some people aren't coming back and what's interesting about this story is she was the one who hit him back up after a couple months a lot of people a lot of guys have a lot of pride they might not hit you up ever again after that honestly but what choice do you have do you want to keep sitting in a relationship where you're not getting your needs met do you believe in yourself what you need to do is you need to start expressing yourself authentically and you can't be afraid of the truth because that's what low boundaries really is. You're afraid of the truth. You're afraid of the reality. You're afraid of somebody telling you no. Um, and that's the thing is like what essentially happened is, and to summarize, she got better about expressing herself confidently without backing down she got better at upholding her boundaries. She got better at living her own life, walking her own path, doing the things that she loved, valuing herself, loving herself. She started to see that other guys were starting to hit her up and starting to put in energy. Okay. You could come, you, get, you have a lot better leverage with your life when you start caring and putting that energy into yourself. You understand what I'm saying? When you got friends to rely on, when you got options, it's very easy to tell somebody how it is. It's very easy to be like, all right, I ain't doing this anymore. The only way to even get into a functional relationship as, as, as a woman and even as a man is you need to have good boundaries, plain and simple. You need to know what you want and you need to be disciplined. And I guess the, the long story short of this is it took a really long time. You know what I'm saying? It took a really long time because think about it. That perception of this guy that never been in a real relationship, he's afraid in a lot of ways, in his own ways. Uh, and then moving to him being a relationship guy, it took work. It took a lot of times where he was acting up. It took a lot of times where he wasn't acting right. You know what I'm saying? But he was always honest. I will say this. It was a situationship where he did give her a lot of honesty. There was one moment where he had slipped up back when they weren't actually committed, and he ended up telling her. He ended up telling her. So I think that is the difference, too, is if you're dealing with a situationship that is like, just borderline lying to you, to your face. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's different. It's a lot different then. Because if they don't have the respect enough to even tell you the truth, like, how are you even going to trust them in the first place? The thing is, this person could trust him because, yeah, he was being honest about his intentions. He was being honest about what he could do. He was being real. He said, I can't date you. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be locked down. And he has this idea, and a lot of men do, that men like variety. Men love variety. I can't do anything. Men love variety. It's like, bro, you need to recognize something as a woman. And if a guy's telling you that, shut that shit immediately down. It's a sacrifice to be in a relationship for both parties. Do I think it's hard as a man? Yeah, it is. It is fucking hard. Don't get me wrong. Because honestly, I do feel like in some ways it's maybe a little bit less natural for a man to be monogamous but that's what I'm trying to tell you is that's why I think it's even more important for a woman to have boundaries even more than a man is because the only way you're even getting a guy to commit to you is if you make it, make it known that if he fucks around, he will absolutely find out, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And and here's the thing granted. Are there going to be guys in your life where you say fuck around and find out and they're going to fuck around? Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are because they are going to take you for granted. They are point blank. And that's what I'm trying to say is like, this isn't a, this isn't a, Oh, my situation, I'm gonna turn it into a relationship. And I'll tell you what what really it is, right? What really happens in relationships is this is if you put the time and the energy into yourself, you increase your self-worth, you express yourself freely, you you know, you work on your boundaries, you work on yourself, your value just increases in the dating pool, just in general. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. If I'm I'm just gonna make this really simple. If I ask you to date me and you say no, right? and we're in uh, you know, eighth grade, and I'm the fat kid, and then we grow up, and I make millions of dollars, and I have a chiseled body because I work on myself. Do you think that same girl in eighth grade is going to tell me no? Fuck no. She's going to regret not taking me. But that's what I'm trying to tell you in general, is like, what you really need to do if you're changing your situation to a relationship, is you essentially need to show that person without telling them that... Or, or not even tell them, you got to show them that you are willing to put the energy on yourself, that you bet on yourself and you win, that you bet on yourself and you actually believe in yourself to do the work and actually put the work in. And then once you put the work in, have the balls to ask for what you want, because then eventually you will get what you want. You will. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Anybody that tells me no, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well... It- it is what it is cuz I know I'm climbing up the ladder. You know what I'm saying? I'm only getting better. My value is only going up. Now, that's not going to be forever, right? You're going to age, things are going to happen. Um, you know, you can't just have this like self-absorbed view of yourself. And <laughs> plain and simple, there are just some people that don't really love you. There're just some people that are on their path. They're not ready for a relationship. They're not capable of monogamy. And you have to be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? It's not about proving everybody wrong that they suck or that you're above them. It's about understanding okay, at right now at this time, this puzzle piece isn't working. You know, what do I need to do to make it easier for me to date? Because that's really what I want to see from you is what makes it easier for you to find a partner and to find love? And, and the easiest way to do that is increase your own value. Increase the way that you view yourself. Express yourself better, more directly. Because that's that's confidence, right? That's confidence. Confidence is being able to say what you want and standing on the business. Is <laughs> being able to say, hey, this is what I want. And if I don't get it, sorry, see you later. And you got to be able to have that energy and it takes fucking time to, to get there. And honestly, it takes a lot of work. And that's why I said, with, with this situation, I've been working with her for over a year. You know what I'm saying? It took us a long time to get here. But now the person that she is, way different. The way that she speaks to men, the way that she carries herself in relationships, she doesn't fuck around anymore. And she knows her worth now. You know what I'm saying? And it's up. It's fucking up. And that's the thing too. For her and for a lot of people, it's it's not even like you have to do that much to change. It's just changing the way that you your beliefs. I mean, it's easier said than done. And this is why I work deeply with people individually is we get to the root of why you don't feel the way uh, you don't feel good. We get to the root of why you are not expressing yourself. We get to the root of, yo, in your childhood, you were treated a certain way and certain, you know what I'm saying? We're getting into the nitty gritty. This isn't like, oh, yo, just tell them you fucking like them. No, it takes, you got to get into your history. You got to get into your insecurities you got to get into your boundaries. Why do I? Why can't I say these things? Why haven't I been able to say these things? So yeah, I mean, can you turn your situation to a relationship? I think so. But honestly, a lot of the times I would even turn around and say, do you really even want to? Because sometimes by the time you do all of that work, you might not even care about them, to be honest. And That's something I want you to think about. Um, and if you're struggling in a situationship Um, or just even your self-worth, your, your dating life in general, this is directly what I help people with literally. And I promise you, I will get you fucking results. Cause (laughs) I've seen it happen now firsthand too many times. And this is literally my bread and butter. Not joking. I don't care who the fuck you are as a woman. I will get you companionship. (laughs) No brainer. Swear to God, even as a man too. For real. I'm that confident in it now. I understand what it takes. And even in my own relationship. I feel like I've got relationships at my fingertips. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, I know I can be in one. I know I can get one. I know my worth. I'm not fucking around. (laughs) I already know the girl I'm going to be with is going to be fire. She's going to be awesome. She's going to be all the things I want. Because I also believe in, we all can create the reality that we really want. You just, you got to believe yourself. You got to believe in yourself as corny as it sounds. And you got to put the work in. You got to put the reps in. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah. Um, I hope you learned a lot from this and, uh, you know, I really love you guys a lot. I don't know what I'm now I'm getting sent Now, now I love you apparently. (laughs) All right. Um, over and out, I guess ten four. I don't know what's happening right now. I love you. Goodbye.